Sustainability can be extremely overwhelming. It's so confusing that even laws about it change from city to city. Sometimes efforts seem pointless and it becomes a moot point. But it's so simple that the basic definition of sustainability is maintaining at a certain rate. Yes, there are many complexities with it, but at the end of the day, you make the choice on keeping our earth going for future generations. On Degradable, we're moving the moot point back to a conversation, breaking down the problems of sustainability to digestible bits. Working to be an environmental Texan, I'm doing the homework to hopefully persuade you to make some sort of environmental lifestyle change. Welcome to Degradable. podcast thanks Sandy and Randy Smith for sponsoring this episode, A Green Pandemic. There have been numerous articles published showing the way our earth is healing due to everyone staying in their home. With the lack of tourists, Venice, Italy's canals are so clean that you can see the bottom of them, something you haven't been able to see in 60 years. The drastic decline of traffic and vehicles on the road has led to an astonishing decrease in carbon emissions and improving air quality in many countries, including China, the U.S., and India. Vehicle switches to foot traffic have allowed wildlife to roam around heavily populated areas, like the Puma Loose in Chile's capital, Santiago, and flocks of deer walking around the streets of Japan. Life as we once knew it has changed. Sustainability efforts have lessened or completely stopped. Rather than dining in at a restaurant, it's now recommended to have them pack your food in takeout containers, adding disposable cutlery to be tossed into a bag for delivery to or pickup by you. Bring your own programs with items like cups and bags are temporarily suspended from many restaurants to grocery stores. And who would have ever imagined a shortage in toilet paper? Oh! Companies scrambled to regulate and keep up with the demand of TP, hand sanitizers, cleaning products, surgical masks, and N95 respirators. All of these issues were put into place during this pandemic to avoid greater health risks. But what I can't wrap my head around is, well, definitely the toilet paper outage. Get a bidet. Yeah! But really, it's the masks. From the start of this, Americans were told the best way to protect yourself from the virus is to avoid touching our faces, wash our hands, and practice social distancing. Leave the single-use surgical and N95 mask for our central employees and wear a 100% cotton two-layer reusable mask. The CDC even offered a tutorial video on how to create these masks from items you should have in your home. However, we still haven't flattened the curve. Regardless of how you feel about this virus, you cannot ignore the high death toll our world is facing. As the nation is reopening, most of us are no longer required but encouraged to wear masks. More often than not, the masks I see being worn are single-use surgical and N95 respirators. As many of us see it suitable to wear these single-use items rather than reusable cloth masks, I wonder about the frequency and location of the disposal methods. Are these masks being used once like intended and thrown away into landfill pickup? Even with the reusable mask, the proper way to wear these is with the outer facing side away from the face every time it's worn, until sanitized in the laundry. And after this pandemic, will your reusable cloth mask or masks stay stashed away for future use or be tossed in the landfill or properly recycled? Not only has this pandemic taken a toll on our environment's health, but humankind's mental and physical state. If you've been making sustainable efforts but had to cut back or stop, you may be feeling a sense of guilt, like Kaylee. Kaylee's taking a step back from Degradable to focus on her overall health. This means I will be guiding you on environmental efforts for sustainability. So let's strap in and take our first trip to the Senate Clinic this season. To the station. Jared and Nathan to the Senate Clinic. As a disclaimer, we're practicing social distancing and have Jared joining us remotely for this episode. What do each of you think about sustainability efforts being made with the outbreak of COVID-19? Jared? I mean, honestly, I, 
think it's been uh, sustainability-wise, it's been absolutely trash. As soon as this happens, you know, really brought to light how messy and trashy the general population are, leaving like masks and gloves everywhere. All previous efforts for sustainability and conservation went straight to the landfill, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense that there would be a lot because of the influx in disposable PPE. Yeah, but that that really shows you how, like, trashy people are. As soon as there's an influx of, like, something new, you see it on the street, like, it's automatically trash now. Yeah, like, I could could just get another one, so I'll just just get rid of this one real quick. (laughs) No, I was going to say, honestly, man, I, you know, I... I mask up whenever, but I mean, I use just use the blue one that you see the all the doctors and things wearing. <laughs> so, Jared, you have a disposable surgical mask too, then? Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the one I use. But I mean, um, I accidentally put one in the wash, and uh, it's extra soft now, so I'm probably gonna use it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Take it. So- I mean, because okay, think about it though. They they are allowing people to just use bandanas and things as masks i think like it's cloth is cloth to me like you know like that is the same as a t-shirt you know just a little piece of cotton yeah absolutely i think i think they're just trying to get uh a barrier between <laughs> yeah, mouths and nose. <laughs> yeah to, to block from what i understand <laughs> your germs flying out of your mouth not necessarily keeping germs Coming into your mouth. Well, into your nose as well. No, okay, whatever. You're, you're the holes in your face. <laughs> and uh, Your orifices. Ah. Your orifices, yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah so I think, uh, yeah, what I, what I think is great though, Jared, is you're getting, you're getting more than one use out of a disposable mask. Exactly. I mean, you, you make it, make it last. I mean, unless it like, a, it like rips, I mean, it's doing its job, you know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Hell, if you can wash it. I didn't think you could wash it. I thought it would you disintegrate. Can't. Well, he washed it. He said it's super soft. They do disintegrate a little bit. No, it does not. What? It's a lie. What? It's a lie posted by the media. It's perpetuated. <laughs> Man, whatever. No way. I've totally washed them on accident before because before pre-COVID, I really enjoy getting the masks from my doctor's offices. And I have them, especially because I have bad allergies, so I'll wear them every now and then. And I've you accidentally never wore washed. Them. You never yes, I did. Mask there was outside. like that week that I wore them, and you were like, "Why are you wearing those?" How many washes? How many washes before it's disintegrated? Yeah, we'll yeah. find out. You have to let us know. Yeah, because you've only washed once, right? I've only washed once. <laughs> Why not get a cotton mask or a cloth mask, then, Jared? I mean, I could get one, but I mean, it, it's it's the same. Like, I'm not all about like the designs and stuff. like I'll just wear like a basic, like whatever. Like, so like, if I got you like a solid mask, you would wear it. Yeah, like if if as long as it had like a Chiefston logo on it, you know. What if it had a a, a Texans <laughs> logo on? It's got to match the rest of my wardrobe, okay? What if it had a Texans or a Rockets logo on it? Exactly, gang, gang, all day. Okay, Nathan, what kind of mask are you wearing out there? I have a cloth one. I have a, I have a few now from my aunt. She keeps so my, so my aunt's been making masks. She's retired and is now a full time seamstress because of the current time she's shifted. Yeah, you got the custom seamstress over there. See, that's what I'm saying. She's shifted totally to, to making masks, and she's gone through a few iterations, uh, I guess versions. So now she's 
on version two or three or whatever. And each time she upgrades the mask, I always get a new one. Um, it's a, a good way to have a few on hand, I guess, cause I, I have been washing mine and it's also a good way to support my family. Cause that's, you know, her main source of income now. Um, so I have, you know, I got the pleated ones. I got the form fitting ones that make you look like a mortal combat character. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Jared, yeah, she does, any fabric she can get, she can put it on a mask. Cause she, so she's made Spurs ones. She's made, you know, my cousin has brought her crown Royal bags and she's made masks out of the crown, out of the liquor bags. You know, like she, she just shows, sews it up. So whatever, whatever you want on a mask, she can, she can put on there. Okay. What about the bring your own programs, um, being suspended? Are y'all familiar with those? Honestly, I I had no idea that was a thing, so I didn't really notice. <laughs> it's not a typical thing I do to begin with. I have the like refillable produce bags, and then I recently bought like a refillable. I have refillable coffee cups and then the refillable um, smoothie cups now, and I can't use any of those. And I feel like the plastic waste that I'm using, or that I'm just accumulating and buying groceries and other items, is just in- insane. You don't bring the bags anymore? I bring the grocery bags, and the, but I can't get produce bags because I can't. I'll do that for the produce bags, but like if I wanted to get grains or something or coffee and put that in my produce bags, I can't because everything's bagged up. So you don't put your hands in them. Oh, it's like I don't want to buy a $12 bag of chocolate-covered walnuts. Like I just want $4 worth of chocolate-covered walnuts, but all the bags are 12 bucks. Right. I mean, I'll still buy them and I'll still eat them, but... You know, what if I only, that it sucks. It's like, a, it's, it's almost like, what is it? Price gouging or yeah. it's like they, it's like they're making you pay more, you know, and it can't steal samples anymore. Cause that's definitely, fr- it was already frowned upon, but now it definitely is me sticking my hands in the chocolate covered walnut barrel. So it's rough going to sprouts, honestly, but I still, you know, not also not much has changed because I'm still bagging my own groceries. A lot of the times when I go to the grocery store, they don't bag my groceries for me. I didn't know like when that stopped. I thought someone was when supposed COVID to there. Happened. But even before is what I'm saying is like I've always just stood at the end of the thing oh, and bagged my own groceries and me. then I go back to pay. And I feel like if they're going to continue that, then I should get like 50 cents off of my groceries. Not each grocery, just maybe like a good faith. Having a bag your own. Yeah, just a good faith. Like you Take worked here. You worked right. here for <laughs> for a minute. Here's 50 cents off of your groceries. Thank you so much. I think for me, that's something else that was bothering me was the curbside pickup because we couldn't even bring our own bags Yeah. for them to reuse. Uh, I have heard, though, with the curbside pickup stuff and even like online orders, like for grocery shopping even before COVID, if they don't have an item you have selected, they'll like try to equivalent you, which, yeah. Is, yeah. which is never the right thing. Not all pickles yeah, taste yeah, the I same. Don't, I don't know if you guys have experience with that, but I've heard that's a big issue with that. Yeah, it's, it's weird because, you know, you ask for apples and like whenever we go grocery shopping, we want to get like two apples, but we have like a pound of apples instead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so gyms have been closed. Jared, I know you were going to LA Fitness, and Nathan, you use your work, mm-hmm. the fitness center at your work. So, what are y'all doing now? I used to play basketball before they removed the goals. Um, they took the goals off where you are. Straight hoops and backboards. I thought that was a myth. Just the pole, they're there. Yeah. 
Yeah, sucks. savagery. Yeah. I'm kind of upset. Like, had my whole evening planned, you know, I was going to go shoot some hoops by myself, relax. World came crashing down. Yeah. I've been trying to do at-home workouts. I've been trying to get them going, but I can never really get motivated enough to, like, do that instead of watch a movie or watch TV. And I, yeah. I also operate better when I have to go to the gym. It like it's like you're here, you gotta do your stuff, you know, if I'm if I'm faced with trying to work out at a place where I normally sit around and do nothing, I'm definitely gonna sit around and do nothing. And I I'm I'm trying to give it one last good push. My cousin put me on to some online workouts that she got from her people and um I really wanna get that going, but after one day of those here I am two days later and my legs are still super sore like it hurts to sit and stand so uh maybe you know here in the next day or two I can pick those back up Jared have you thought about getting your own hoop or like maybe doing some workout routines at home like Nathan is attempting I mean I've just been walking track and you know doing that you know hiking walking adventure i don't know just being outdoors i mean i, I think that's that's the biggest thing that I yeah. think you can take away from uh from this is forcing people you know to be outside sometimes you know and when they need to get their workouts in you know not just go to the treadmill or whatever but you know actually see outside <laughs> yeah so as far as like basic home products go though like Toilet paper, soaps, disinfectants, food was sold out. Did any of this affect y'all? The toilet paper shortage, yes, and the hand sanitizer shortage. I mean, but that was like, I feel like that was like a craze. Hysteria. But, I mean, it, it's crazy, like, how quickly everything, just like the whole infrastructure, kind of the supply, you know, and demand just in the shipping industry just like cracked all of a sudden. You know, there was just so much demand for one or two, you know, handful of items, you know. I mean, everybody's got to poop, but not everybody has to use toilet paper, and I get that. But not everybody wants to be squirted in the butt with water either, so. Like a bidet. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Haley, so before you get on your bidet rant. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you, Jared, were you like, was your house out of toilet paper? No, no, it, it was never out of toilet. Like, we were never out, but, like, seeing it at the stores, like, the bare shelves is just crazy. What was the backup option if you couldn't, if you did run out of toilet paper and y'all could not get your hands on it? Leaves. Just, it would just be a hop in the shower, I guess. <laughs> I <don't> know, <laughs> That's like a bidet! <laughs> <laughs> But, okay, but I control the water, okay? Like, somebody's not, like, I don't know. No no one no one else is controlling the water in the bidet. No one's like, okay, let me, like, the machine, fix okay, this. Okay, the machine has the power. <laughs> and, uh, I don't want a machine operating. There. Would you have looked into, like, ordering maybe bamboo toilet paper or anything online? Uh, no, nah, I just hit up Kaylee. I'm sure she has some spares. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, that's why the toilet paper shortage didn't affect Haley and I is because Haley stocked up on bamboo toilet paper just for no reason, just because. So we still have plenty of toilet paper. I did in November. We bought, like, we made our first order in November. Is that when it was? Yeah. And we, yeah, we still have 
toilet paper. <laughs> Any other routines change for y'all? Uh, work. <laughs> yeah. Work routine. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I was working in the oil and gas, so uh, that hit me pretty quick. So um, that routine definitely changed. We'll work whole work routine. But other than that, not too yeah. drastic. I feel like our compost is getting fuller faster, so we have to take it out. Um, yeah, at home more. Yeah, and we're at home. Same with trash. But other than that, I mean, not using the car as much, but I've still been running around for work. I think you just adapt. I mean, everything, you know, it's little things. Not so as, you know, as opposed to a bunch of big things. That's the best thing about humans is, you know, we, we adapt no matter what life world throws at us, you know? Yeah, that's true. Okay, I have tips for you about living sustainably during a pandemic after this break. We love to give shout-outs to our sponsors by helping make Degradable possible. Our sponsors' donations help fund Degradable's mission to bring you awareness on working towards living a sustainable life wherever you are in the world. If you'd like to donate, please visit anchor.fm slash degradable and hit the support button. Welcome back to Degradable's episode, A Green Pandemic. I'm aware that recycling programs have been temporarily suspended in many areas as a non-essential program. Being that these programs aren't seen as vital, that leaves a lot of the heavy lifting back to individuals. So if you're moving, that old rug is definitely not going to fit in the textile donation or recycle bins. And if you're cleaning, how are you going to recycle that stack of old papers? What if you just prefer to drink out of aluminum cans? How do you recycle? So some of these tips may be a little more difficult for some than others, but know that small changes are better than none, especially during a pandemic. Keep in mind that the goal with buying anything new during this time is to lessen our environmental impact, so be sure to check the packaging and shipping methods of anything you order. If you haven't already, get a 100% reusable cotton mask. Get two so you can wash the other and still have something to wear out. Don't want to buy a mask or can't? You can easily turn a 100% cotton t-shirt into one without making any cuts into it. There's a video on how to do this on Degradable's Instagram and Facebook. Also on there, we have some resources of people selling 100% cotton masks and face shields. But if you really just prefer a single-use mask, be sure to dispose of it properly in the trash can that's picked up to go into a landfill. Jared's exactly right. With the surge of masks, our land and especially our oceans are seeing a ton of mask waste right now. And if you really don't want to wear a mask, I get it. Just practice that social distancing and avoid being around others. Pandemics bring sanitation to the forefront of people's minds, causing the majority to act like we're living in apocalyptic times. You don't have to stock up on the hand sanitizer because you can make it at home. The World Health Organization has a guide online to local production for hand rub formulations, and it even shows how to reuse sanitation bottles properly. You can even check to see if your local distillery is selling hand sanitizer and support them. Others prefer gloves. Totally fine. Just be sure that they are 100% latex and not reused and disposed of properly to go right into the landfill. But the most effective way of keeping your touch sanitized is washing your hands for 20 seconds and always before you touch yours or another's face, food, or drink. I recommend bar soaps. If you like liquid soaps, switch to sustainable studs with tablets that you can drop into a reusable bottle that becomes foaming hand wash, dish soap, multi-surface cleaner, bathroom cleaner, glass cleaner, dishwasher, and laundry detergent. Don't like the tablets? You can switch to cleaning powders or dissolvable strips. 
or you can make your own cleaning and sanitizing solutions. There are so many resources and directions online about using common household items like vinegar, baking soda, hydrogen peroxide, orange peels, and so many other things as the ingredients. Whatever choice you make in this, just don't toss out the plastic bottles that hold the cleaning solutions that you're currently using for your home or almost done with because you can reuse these bottles. Just be sure to properly clean out the remains of the liquids, let it dry, then fill it up with your new sustainable replacement. Whatever you do, just be sure to sanitize the surfaces of your home about once a week or more if you're having guests inside and or leaving your home often. To wipe down the surfaces, switch from paper products to bamboo or reusable cloths that you can toss in the laundry to sanitize. And as for sanitizing your laundry, it's best to do so in hot water, which I know increases your bill and is way more harmful to the environment. But you can wash in these temperatures and avoid the dryer by hanging your clothes to dry around your home. Yes! Or you can wash in cold water and dry outside under the sun. Another fun thing you can do under the sun is start a garden. Uh. I know it's way easier said than done. But there are easy starter plants regardless of being in an apartment or having a backyard like tomatoes, potatoes, onions, garlic, microgreens, and certain herbs like basil and mint. And you can start these from seed, propagate from organic store-bought items, or grow from transplants. This is a great way to start becoming sustainable for the earth and yourself. You can use your own compost from your bin at home or buy some from a local nursery. If you're not already doing so, compost at home and or find creative ways to use all parts of your food in its packaging. Certain vegetables can become broth. Used aluminum cans are great as planters or to water your garden. Plastic packaging from cereal boxes can be used as stuffing in a toy for your animals or your babies. Yeah, babies. With more time on our hands, the act of baby making has definitely increased for some. So be sure to continue with rechargeable and ethically made sex toys, organic lube, and practice safe sex with organic condoms or IUDs. Or maybe those toys that you're making with food packaging items are for your new fur baby that you've adopted. There are many ways of having an environmentally friendly fur baby. And the first step is having them neutered or spayed. You can also look at making homemade food for them. Just be sure to check in with your vet. And you can even turn boxes delivered to your home from online orders into their toys. So when taking in items delivered to you, especially food, be sure to wash or properly dispose of the packaging. Boxes can be recycled, but if you wish to keep it, leave it outside as the virus is said to leave cardboard packaging after 24 hours. As for food, be sure to give your produce a good rinse with organic fruit and vegetable washes and wipe off the outer packaging, especially of canned goods. As we're encouraged to minimize the spread, do curbside pickup for groceries if you can. If you go into the stores, shop for canned foods or cardboard packaged items or fresh produce. You can always freeze your fresh produce if you feel it won't be eaten in time or if you just want to use it for smoothies. Cook more at home and eat out less. I'm all about supporting local businesses, especially restaurants right now. So maybe eat out once a week or every other week. Ah. And when picking up your food from a restaurant or eating out, be sure to avoid the straws, paper napkins, disposable cutlery, and ask if you can avoid the single-use plastic bag. You can always travel with a straw or a piece of cutlery or just wait until you get home. And to avoid another paper product shortage, switch to a bidet and or reusable cloths. Maybe even bamboo options. Avoid water shortages by simply not buying plastic water bottles. Get a filter if you can't drink tap water. And if that's too expensive, boil your water. If your tap water is cloudy, you can boil it, filter it through a cloth, or let it settle. If you let it settle, gather the clear water, then boil it for one more minute. Yeah, some, most, or all of this can seem very time-consuming. 
But let's get through this pandemic without causing more harm to our environment. I know, that's so much pressure. So let's keep our bodies and heads in check with the time that we're saving from sitting in heavy traffic or commuting. You can go for a walk, run, jog, stroll, bike ride, whatever you can do to get outside of your home and stay or get active. Rather than waiting for your gym to reopen, there are tons of exercise routines and videos you can find online. I hope at least one of these degradable tips can lead you a step further into a sustainable life during a green pandemic. We're focused on working sustainably on the next episode of Degradable. Working from home or in the office, we're looking at how your workspace can be efficient for you and the environment. We'll hear from the Senate Clinic and get some insight on Degradable's sustainable office. Listen to this and other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on our Instagram and Facebook at Degradable Podcast for updates and to share your thoughts. Leave a message to be featured on the show or support the podcast by donating at anchor.fm slash degradable.